from Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada. You are listening to Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. This program is presented by the Association for New Canadians, AMC, with funding from the Government of Canada and Government of Newfoundland and Labrador. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. You are listening to Global Frequencies, Asian Heritage Month podcast series. My name is Renata Lang. I'm a business diversity officer with the diversity and public education team here at the Association for New Canadians. In our first week of this special Asian Heritage Month podcast series, we had a lovely discussion with Shalagna Sanyal. If you missed the show, you can always listen to it on Spotify, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcast. This week, we are excited to chat with Mr. Irwin Ponce, president of the Filipino Association of Goose Bay, Labrador. We'll learn more about this organization and the amazing work they have been doing in the province. Erwin, welcome to the show. Hi, Renata. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing up in Labrador? Still snow here and gold. <laughs> Still snowing up there. Well, I hope uh, you'll see some uh, some green grasses sometime soon. I know. So first of all, thank you so much for accepting our invitation to be a part of this very special series for Asian Heritage Month. We're so happy to have you with us. And to begin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey to our province? So I uh, came here in Newfoundland in 2011 as a temporary foreign worker. I was hired by uh, a local coffee shop here and I was working as a uh, manager of a restaurant back home in, in the Philippines. I accepted the offer to work here in Labrador and the rest is history. I started to love the place and live here already for 11 years. Mm-hmm. You went from a managerial role, right, as you shared mm-hmm. back in the Philippines mm-hmm. and coming in here in that mm-hmm. role, of course, you know, what was it like adjusting to the different types of responsibilities that came with this new job that you you obtained in Labrador? Actually, it was way easier for me because the demand was more physically. When I was working as a manager back home, there was so much like paperwork, computer works, more on the managing side. But here, I don't have to think all of those inventories or or financial. When I came here, it was just serving coffee, just doing the service to the customers. Mm -hmm. And that was, I find it easier. Well, well, it sounds like you are quite an adaptable person, Erwin. And would you say too, you know, when working in a service and a front-facing role, you get the chance to meet people in the community, meet them face-to-face, get to see them perhaps on, on a regular basis. Would you say this is what began your connection to be growing, you know, growing with the Filipino community in Labrador. How did you you come about meeting the Filipino community or connecting with them? Actually, when I was working at the local coffee shop here, I was like, I was meeting different people in the community, the locals. They were very friendly, very Newfoundland Labrador people. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you today? How are you doing? Even I was just, the first time I was, I was walking in the streets of, uh, of Goose Bay here in Labrador, like people were like, hi, how are you today? I was surprised. Like, why are people greeting me even though they don't know me? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, you know, it was easier to be included in the community. It's because of how friendly they are. As the time goes by, I was 
know already most of the people here. And being one of the first batch of Filipino here in Goose Bay, I was able to see the growing community of the Filipinos here, even the Asian people here living and working here. So uh, it wasn't hard for me to adjust with all of those. Would you say you noticed a difference in diversity in our province? Well, thinking back to when you first settled in here compared to now? With the diversity, I would say I find it like generally Canadians, like they're very welcoming with different nationalities. And I find that every now and then there will be new immigrants or new people from different countries and the local could get along with everyone who comes into the province. And with my years of living here, I've seen different nationalities, whether in Newfoundland or in Labrador. Now, what about in Goose Bay, where where you're located, of course? Would you say that you have noticed a growth of the Filipino population in Goose Bay as well? And is that why the Filipino Association was, uh, was started? Or how was it started? I noticed the growth of Filipino workers here starting when the first few batch of Filipinos started to bring their families, their brothers, their sisters, their kids, wife, husband. And when I noticed that was the community was growing, I started like, you know, some small events like sports events because I'm, I'm, I'm into sports since when I was young. So years ago, I, I started a, a mini tournament with the rest of the Filipino community. Like mm-hmm. there was basketball, there was volleyball, badminton, billiards, and so on. And, and which then, is your best sport out of all of those? Oh, volleyball. Volleyball. Okay. Yeah. Because I was playing volleyball. I was playing in in uh, Toronto, in Montreal, in Halifax. During first few years that I was here, I was traveling to play volleyball with uh, other Filipinos in different provinces. So I was thinking, why don't I start a sports tournament here in Goose Bay since we are growing already from 200, became 300, now became 500, 500 plus, something like that, just in here in town. Just in Goose Bay? Yes. Wow, that's quite the sizable uh, population. Uh, and it must feel uh, in some ways also very heartwarming to have uh, so many people shared aspect of, of you know, your, your heritage and, and identity. So the Filipino community, I mean, is quite large in Goose Bay, as you've shared, but we also have the community spread all over the province and absolutely is a huge contributor to many sectors here. How does your organization help new arrivals or, or newcomer Filipinos settle into their new homes and specifically in, in your region? And do you work with any other organizations on this? Whenever there's new newcomer uh, from the Philippines, we would always assist them with you know information that is uh, they needed, like direction or the location of the, let's say, like grocery, the bank, whatever they needed. And then we would always assist them with uh, information and necessity. Like, you know, we have our foods where they can get it here in town. So we're always open to questions and information that they needed to be able to adjust here, especially with weather, events, where they could bring their kids or the family, basically everything that they needed. And we always here to inform them and guide them. Well, it sounds like the Filipino community is very lucky to have you leading this organization. Now, Erwin, can you stay with us for a bit? Because we're going to take a mid-interview break and listen to one song 
song from Shamik Ahmed. He is a musician from South Asia, specifically Bangladesh. So folks, we'll be back with Erwin after this song. Stay tuned. Listening to Global Frequencies, diverse products, diverse voices. Welcome back to the Global Frequencies Asian Heritage Month edition. We're continuing our conversation with Erwin Ponce, president of the Filipino Association of Goose Bay Labrador Inc. Erwin, we've been having a really nice discussion about your organization and the Filipino community in Labrador. Now, shifting gears just a little bit, can you share with us what are some of the greater challenges that Filipinos may experience in the province? First is the weather. Of course. Yeah, since we came from a tropical country, like there's only summer and rain. Mm -hmm. Now give <laughs> yeah. us an idea, of course, you know, so many folks, we talk about the, the difference of the weather. You know, I, even growing up in a different place in Canada, find the weather definitely challenging. And I can't imagine even coming from, like you said, a place that's tropical uh, and warm year round. So can you give 
give us a bit more of an idea about what types of things can we do to help a newcomer integrate and become adjusted to that weather? I would say whenever I encounter newcomers here in Labrador, especially the cold weather here, I would always suggest to get a set of uh, jackets or coat for the winter for overall, like for food, for the upper and lower, for the hand gloves. They should uh, invest in a good quality uh, winter coat because when winter comes, it, uh, there, there are times that it's really like really cold, like negative 30, negative 40. The coldest I, I've personally experienced here was negative 60 and it can only last for a few seconds outside. That was the coldest. <laughs> I've lived in Canada my whole life, uh, Irwin, and I don't think I have experienced that level of cold uh, quite yet. And so, of course, you were saying the outer gear is absolutely essential. And especially in Labrador, which is more of a continental climate, the lower, more dry cold. And so those that insulated pieces of, of winter clothing are, uh, are essential, I'm sure. So, you know, many immigrants, putting weather aside, of course, there's added responsibilities that many immigrants have when when they come to the province as they're often caring for both their families in their new home as well as families that may remain back in the Philippines. Uh, So, you know, of course, aside from working and other household responsibilities, the immigration process is also one that takes a lot of of energy and time. How does your association support its members and help them navigate these issues? As as an organization, we always assist them in whatever requirement they needed on the Philippine embassy side because we don't have a Philippine embassy here in, in in the Atlantic. The nearest is the one in Ottawa. So we have like a connection in the Philippine Embassy in Ottawa. Mm. If ever they needed some requirement or requirements from them so we would call them and ask them or whenever they needed uh, like passport renewal or whatever they needed for the immigration papers. I think the Filipino community is very lucky to uh, to have uh, have you folks uh, so resourceful uh, and so it's you know it's evident that the Filipino community is obviously contributing to the economy of uh, not only Goose Bay but of the province. What are some of the other ways that you see your members making a difference in their communities? When I moved here, it was the town was really quiet. It was just like around six o'clock and it was dark already and there there was no vehicle passing. I said, uh, so, you know, I realized I was in the countryside, something like that. So I noticed that the economy here was like quiet until there was some projects here in the province, the Muscat Falls project, and then employers started to hire foreign workers especially from the Philippines because mm-hmm. they've seen they've seen that the coffee shop here was doing well and the service was much better because of these foreign workers I noticed the growth of the foreign workers especially the Filipino and then most of the businesses started to to thrive from my opinion because of there are workers because before I've seen establishment are slow because they were lacking workers and now 
now it, I find it much better because of these foreign workers and the service was much better from before and now and the economy of the town or Labrador itself I could see the the difference like the economy is thriving so not only just filling those vacancies but it sounds like even creating more vibrant and uh, you know more efficient uh, workplaces and uh, and services in in the community and of course becoming paying customers as well yes that's right uh integrating the immigrants was, was able to integrate into the community and also be a part of the economy what do you think is uh, has been so special about goose bay for you that has affected your you know decision or helped uh, form your decision to to stay living there and also why many filipino immigrants also choose to stay in, in goose bay first uh, my my decision to stay here in in labrador was because i felt home and i felt relaxed living here because i was living in manila in the philippines in the center of the philippines where there was during that time there was around 50 million people just in the city in the whole manila you know because of that like a 20 minute drive to my work from my home takes an hour to an hour and a half sometimes two hours when it's traffic so I'm a little bit you know the stress of commuting mm -hmm. and uh, traveling because of a lot of people and a lot of traffic so when I came here like going to grocery going to the bank or whatever you needed in town it's just like five ten minutes going to work and then you're there and also aside from that there's a lot of opportunities for us to like us immigrants when I when I came here like, like you can choose whatever job you like to do. Now, as we conclude our interview, Irwin, what are some final thoughts for us on what your vision, what is your dream for the community? here in this province. Yeah. Uh, my dream for the Filipino community here in uh, Newfoundland and Labrador is to be able to settle in the province uh, easily and, you know, um, integrate uh, very well and put up mm -hmm. uh, organizations, uh, Filipino organizations in each of the, uh, let's say, towns so we could connect and grow and meet different people in different towns in, in the province. Mm -hmm. And, be able to have an organization that will help them always and whatever they needed adjusting in the province. Well, I hope I certainly, uh, you know, will put out the energy there into the world. And I hope for those things too, for, uh, you know, for our Filipino community. Erwin, you know, last thing I'll ask if a Filipinos in the province and even aspiring to settle in your region need assistance, how can they contact your organization? Our organization is a Filipino association in Goose Bay, Labrador or they could just message me on Facebook or on the page of the Filipino Association of Goose Bay, Labrador and we would always uh, here to help. And So you have a Facebook page? Yeah, we have a Facebook okay. page. Uh, we, we consistently uh, assist with everything that they needed to or information that they needed in the province. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So folks, you can reach uh, the organization on Facebook or 
Irwin himself. He's offering up uh, his, I guess, boundless amounts of uh, of energy and compassion to uh, to help you along. So, Irwin, thank you so much for celebrating Asian Heritage Month 2022 with us at Global Frequencies today. I've really enjoyed meeting and talking with you. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. That's our show for the second week of Asian Heritage Month 2022. If you'd like to know more about the Association for New Canadians, please visit us at ancnl.ca. You'll find information on the many programs we have to support newcomers, free workshops, and training sessions available to businesses and organizations. I'm Renata Lang. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. This program is presented by the Association for New Canadians, ANC, with funding from the Government of Canada and Government of Newfoundland and Labrador. The Association for New Canadians, ANC, is an organization that has helped refugees and immigrants to Newfoundland and Labrador for more than 40 years. The ANC delivers programs and services that support all aspects of newcomer integration, ranging from settlement information and orientation to language learning, skills deployment, and employment. If you are a newcomer in Newfoundland and Labrador and need our help, contact us, ancnl.ca. See you next time.